The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain <laughs> Who wants a taste of the AE Double Dudes? It is the Wednesday night A show. You are rocking with the AE Double Dudes. I am your boy, the Zoobs. I am thrilled to be joined by my partner, my duo, my second, my, my, my better half, the brain genius himself, Mr. Josh Custodio, is on the West I Coast. Taste. A ton to get to. Uh, a huge episode of Dynamite. I, I, I feel like we say this every week, but um i feel like another one that's gonna be tough to grade for the audience i cannot wait to hear what the chat live with us here at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain has to say and what you the podcast audience have to say but first talking about hearing from somebody who has something to say and knows how to say it the man himself the man of the hour the brain genius josh custodio what did you think tonight zoobs however much i've praised dynamite i think i've been consistent in what i like about the show uh, it's when I feel like there's a propulsion, or maybe it's better to say it in opposite. I think when the show was at its weakest was in that run up to what was it, double or nothing, or there was one, one like stretched out end of a pay per view cycle where it was oh, just yeah. like, wow, we're in a real holding pattern. They had like one of the big Wednesdays. It felt like nothing could get going. That's when it's at its worst. Tonight is is nothing to do with that. Does not resemble that sort of program whatsoever look at me hands free tonight Zoobs, huh? oh man I, I can't wait to see what comes of the enunciating and of the, how much more portuguese you get with the use of your hands uh, Zooms, i will stay in the tongue we both speak i'll say hello to the chat jason's in the chat subbing early saying he wants a taste Zooms, you asked out the gate who wants a taste jason is in on a taste on topa saying you want a taste huh sweetheart i mean uh <laughs> Everybody wants a taste. Shame on all of you who were on Twitter today kicking those guys as tag champs next year. By the way, Zoops, I got to tell you, yesterday I was in what you could call not a bad mood, but a sad mood. Just mm. everything sort of hitting me. Norm McDonald's passing, a couple other things. I'm in a fine-ass mood right now. I'm in a good mood, and I'm ready to do the A-double dudes with my brother, the Zoops. Hello to the Brainiacs in the chat. Hello to the podcast listeners who I like less. I, do, I don't appreciate you as much as those watching live right now at <laughs> twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. My very favorites are the Brainiacs who are here right now, right here. You remember that Follow song, Zoops? Those Bruno are the ones on that I am most into, and I will ask them right now off the top of the show like I always do on a scale of one to seven. Mm. One being the worst, seven being the best. What did they think of tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? You spent two hours watching it. That's the time ain't free. You didn't pay money, but you spent time, as I like to say. So that was kind of a Mick Foley move of me. I'm wearing them on my shirt right now, being like, oh, I like the people who are right here. You know, that was, that was kind of a Mick Foley move. Uh, it's, uh, out of the gate in the chat, it's mostly sixes. There's a seven and a 6.5, uh, a seven from Luntopa, some of the 6.5. So people, I think the sixes want to give it a seven and they just can't bring themselves to do it. And let me let me follow up your what is your vote on this show. 
Please. Uh, with, a, with a question that came to my mind uh, as I was watching the closing part of this show. Oh, okay, okay. Hypothetically, and I know this maybe isn't all the most fair thing to do, but hypothetically, if I had told you uh, 18 months ago, 9 months ago, oh. uh, 24 months ago, 36 months ago, 4 years ago, 5 years ago, I said, oh, tonight on the television show, uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson himself, challenges Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega says yes. I, literally how much money... <laughs> would I have? Would I have to? Like, what's the maximum amount of money you would have taken from me in that moment to say, "Take me to that moment right away"? Zoobs, it's a high ass number to tonight to get me in a time machine that takes me to events we saw play out on AEW Dynamite that are only promised to lead to events further. Listen, CM Punk's, what was on, my CM Punk's on commentary. The, the 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 show goes off the air with Mox and Suzuki brawling into the audience. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Superhero Art for cheering. Thank you. Thank you very much. We so are much. in a hype train. Choo choo. Uh, but Zoobs, I also want to thank Robbie three two two because he's being brave right now. Mm-hmm. Our pal Robbie is. What did he give it, Zoobs? Solid seven. Luntopa also came out and said seven. Pace Files said seven. People there. Oh, okay. So there were seven. Couple sevens. It's a seven for me. I listen the the the, the part of the part of this show. And listen, there were there were things I didn't like about the show. Sure, sure. but it's another case for me of of AEW hitting such peaks. And, like, truly, I, I find myself reflecting in these moments and being like, listen, you listen to this show, you watch this ch- this channel, uh, CM Punk's on commentary, getting Hook, is Hook is choking on CM Punk on television? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Like, there, you know, to me, Six is like, ah, they, there's some things they could have added. I don't know what that thing would have been. It continues to be uh, just a marvel that we exist in the same universe as that show. Maybe like I a think... banger singles match up top yeah. or like a title change, I guess. Something like that, maybe. I think sometimes... Oh, but for me, tonight's a seven. I, yeah. I'm not asking Adam anymore. Adam Cole opens the, opens the match with his, uh, with his debut in ring. Listen, and, and that being said, I don't want to also get into like immediate, like I feel like an apologist mode. And I was like, whatever happens in those situations, it's a seven, right? Because then you're dangerously in like, well, if that yes. had all played out in a different place, maybe you wouldn't have liked it. But... Just sort of, I think maybe sometimes I am susceptible to this, especially as like I get so caught up, caught up, and like I can't even believe that this universe is <laughs> happening. That maybe I graded on a, a a little higher scale than I think people who are are watching and maybe being a little more. Um, I don't want to use the word objective, but being a little more like point system, like this is a doc and this yeah. is yeah. Whereas like for me, when it gets to Daniel Bryan and Brian Danielson. It, challenging kenny omega and like literally cutting through everything that you wish someone would just do and be like i'm not talking to callus i'm here just to talk to you i just want this match because i want to prove who's the best that's fucking unbelievable to me that that anything i would have docked out that goes up to 10 and the highest we can get is seven out of seven on the scale so maybe that is um not a failing of mine but a trait that i that i have to come to terms with well, maybe we're actually arriving at the same place, but in a different way. For me, I feel like I'm just a soft marker in the way that, like, I love to watch wrestling. And a seven to me doesn't mean perfect show. It means, like, masterpiece way to spend two hours for free. Like, just turning on the television and being given something. I don't watch anything else that gets me out of bed like this, like an episode yeah. of Tonight's Dynamite. I love movies. I love TV shows. You love fake sports. We have things we love. There's, I mean, you see, you <laughs> see... This collision of worlds. You see them just being like, we fucked up Suzuki's entrance last week. Let's build a match out of it. Like, we'll get into this show beat by beat. If you were here tonight live, we would ask that you would tell a friend, 
hey, listen, did you wrestling fans know wrestling fans? If you just watched AEW Dynamite, maybe a friend of yours did say, Hey, I'm watching these two idiots over on twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. <laughs> Tell a friend we're trying to grow here. We're aiming for Halloween to be the night of a thousand brainiacs. Help right. us get there. God bless you, Zooms. Let's get into the show beat by beat. The horrible opening theme of Dynamite plays. And uh, right <laughs> after that, we are greeted with the chick maggot himself, CM Punk, uh, just entering, just entering on TV for his place on the commentary booth. Uh, has he ever been a bigger baby face than this Zooms at any point? He's just full on smiling, high fiving the kids, stage diving. Like he just did his entrance and then went to the commentary booth. This was uh, a, a moment of just joy for the punk fan. I know we had talked in the beginning of his arrival of like, I wonder how much traction there's going to be for the like, he's just smiling, happy to be here. Uh, I actually feel I have way more traction than I'd initially thought. I was like, this is great. It's not going to last forever, the, the the buzz and the glow. And while it is here, uh, let's just enjoy it. I think something that can then get into our minds a little bit as wrestling fans and, and as sure. fans of fake sports as well, as you talked about. Sometimes yeah, the, in the middle of this, in the middle of the season, you're like, "Oh, they're going to resign this guy, or should they should they do this?" Sometimes you have to, just have to appreciate what you're watching, and and he's in a spot right in this moment where he can do crowd dives and give high fives, and and let's not worry too much about like one day should he be healed or one day should this happen. I think you have to enjoy somebody has this legitimate like ability to be this much of a super over baby face, and I think um, there's a lot that can get out of it, as we saw tonight with the way that it ended up paying off him being on commentary. Yeah, and he did really pay off a couple moments uh, throughout the night, which I'm sure we'll get to. A, a wonderful performance by him on commentary tonight. Zooms, I'm going to jump into the chat for a second, and thank you for the hype train, everybody. Opening the show with a hype train gets these Zooms and I, you know, call us Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley, you know. We get hype, and then we, we stay hype. <laughs> do not call me Mojo Rawley. Do not do that. Um, Punk planting seeds with coal was really cool, says uh, Zangzone in the chat. Yeah, I mean, absolutely talking about how he only got into wrestling because of that. Uh, Jason saying that Benoro Suzuki versus Joey Janela just got announced for CZ or for GCW. Uh, I'll try to not get too off track, but that rules. Um, double X 07 saying if Rosario Dawson took a black mass, I would give it a seven. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Narco has some comments about Brian and Kenny being for the title or not. We'll talk about that as uh, we get to it in the show because, yeah, lots to explore there. No doubt about it. And Thomas sort of wrapping this up saying sometimes you just have to take a step back and realize. This is insane. And I think that is exactly what the Zoobs was saying and mm -hmm. me as well. The Matty Mac saying, Mr. Mojo Raleigh. It does have a nice ring to it. Maybe I do love it. Uh, <laughs> after CM Punk's entrance to commentary desk Zoobs, it's time for Adam Cole versus the Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, he's returned from the woods. Uh Rare bags, rare bears in I, tow. You should slow play it too. I think the, the real key to the Elite Hunter gimmick you yes. want me to delve Please. into this? How would you book Frankie Kazarian, who does go on to lose this match? Sure. You need some refreshing. The match was How would you book change. the Elite Hunter? I would say that really casually, like, build it up one thing at a time. That if you're, if you're really paying attention, you're like, oh, shit, he's had to hunt a lot of different animals to put this whole outfit together. Like, right? Maybe he comes in wow. in the first week, it's like a snakeskin belt. Right. And then, like, and, a raccoon hat. Right. And you're like, okay, not really a big deal. And then, right, he's going to face... Malachi Black, who has the antlers, and like, oh, wow. he one-ups him. He's got the big... So I think that's how, that's how I would do Elite Hunter, is I would have him, you know, slowly work his way up to the card of animals that you can Where else will you find... Where else will you find this? There's no one on Twitch doing this. There's the no one giving be. you... The way it should be. That is absolutely the way it should be. Zoobs, uh, I've uh, said my fair share of bullshit about Frankie Kazarian on this channel. Uh, 
which is maybe unfair because he was also excellent at my local promotion when I saw him wrestle there. I thought this was great tonight. Even though Adam Cole remains, uh, as he was at NXT, the least natural heel in the world, <laughs> the crowd cheering for poor Frankie Kazarian get by and cheer. <laughs> he has to go to the Ric Flair chops against Adam Cole, who's every bit of offense is being cheered to the degree that will blow off the building. The Bay Bay shaking the cameras for this uh, guy who just joined the elite. But all said, I thought this was uh, a great TV opener. I really enjoyed Frankie Kazarian versus Adam Cole. Was I out to lunch or were you? Was this a good opening hook? Perhaps this is clouding. Honest to goodness, the thing that ran in my head a bunch of times was how hard would this to do for fucking Andrade? Could he have not just come out, opened the show, put on a great? Oh damn, this guy's amazing. Oh, was done. he maybe injured? Zoops could be. That, that's a that's that's not a bad thought, right? That's not a bad thought. That's what I was thinking. I, I think. I, oh no, I said that on the show I did with Nick. Because mm. I wonder, I wonder if he's still healing up, still injured. Because he was in New York. Yeah. So there, there's a chance they're like, okay, well, it's okay. We want the signing. We want the attention. Let's get you on TV doing some promos for a couple weeks. One big batch six weeks down the road if you can. Like, I could kind of imagine that being the discussion, to be honest. Sure. Or, or Jay's, you know, positing maybe he was really rusty. I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not that it make, means you're wrong. That's yeah. all true. He Just, was, you know, it was, I know not he did. Well I know he did uh, come in halfway through and uh, he, he had like a mid card match against the side Al. I remember, of course, correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, people in the chat are, are onto it, and, and and now that the, now that they had the rampage match, obviously I've moved on. But yeah, I don't mean to nitpick. Yeah. I don't mean to nitpick. Yeah, on, hey, Jeffrey is absolutely right. Like sure. we, it's just like when there were those rumors. Where it's like oh, TNT doesn't want them to have surprises. We have to shut the fuck up, up about that, and also about Andrade. We have to shut the fuck up about that. He was. Uh, oh, I mean, go find a better TV wrestling match than that. Yeah, you might find good. ones as good at it, but but not a ton, not a ton that are better. Anyway, it, this this was I thought this was a good showcase for where we expected Cole to sort of fit in with the faction too, right? To sort of be that the 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 dog that they send out after people, and the guy that sends a message, and the guy that like sort of that first line that isn't like a dopey henchman, sort of like an actual like skill guy that they send to take people out, yeah. sort of their the torpedo. I think I said before that they fire at people. Um, I, like I think it's a really good use for him, and that it allows them. You know, to have a presence and 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 also can allow him to to build a story where like he racks up a bunch of huge wins for them. And then he's like, well, I'm actually winning against people. You know, there's power struggle and all those different things. Especially as uh, Kenny maybe wanders off here, so I think it's a which good is, a, a good place to put him. Which is really something to keep an eye on, right? Like I think I think those seeds are being planted too. So uh, especially in the outstanding segment later. Hey, my name is Will saying for such a good wrestler, because Aaron gets a surprising amount of wow, that was actually a good uh match reaction for people. I don't really think that's the case. I, I I've just seen this guy wrestle a zillion matches and some of them stand out in my mind. But if you've watched any sort of Ring of Honor, this guy was just tagging and in singles forever and none of them are especially outstanding i think he has like a pretty clear ceiling and when he's in there with somebody really good that can be brought out i think that's why it's surprising like you could point to so much mediocrity in the guy's career i think it i mean he was the b-side to christopher daniels for for a decade (laughs) that's just real that just is the case and not for nothing (laughs) um is this any sort of actual issue with adam cole being unable to get booed um no i think i think he'll he'll be able to get himself there he has to be up against somebody the crowd only wants to cheer right it's sort of the the solution that i think i think you find to that and um something that you're able to to astutely point out a lot of time is yes you know take things away from the audience that they want to see right that's sort of the, the really quick easy way to do it is is just sort of um so yeah, I, I think you're seeing some new guys shine, and I don't expect that long term. Um, that's going to be an issue. 
yeah, let's take a blunt point. It's, it's a honeymoon period, which is a very uh, one line sure. way to say yeah. what I just took three sentences to say. Uh, people acting like I really went after Kazarian there. I don't think he's horrible Dude, or anything. Kazarian, I'm just saying, yeah, like when he has, when he has like a great after. singles match, you're definitely allowed to be like, oh, wow, right. He can kind of get it done. I, I would, I, please go find them from 2009 to 2017 for me. I would, I will go watch them. I will do it. I won't. You, even if you told me, <laughs> yeah, this, zooms. you told me this is the best, you got to see this Kazarian match. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> like going um, back, you know, I'm like going back to revisit a, a Kazarian match. Seventh Offensive warning me, don't come after the Kiz Army, brother. You know what? Hey, hands off. I'm not looking for any problem. You could be next. This is a positive space. The guy's an elite hunter, so be careful. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I mean, something to watch. You could be hiding that. anywhere, you know? Come for me, Frank. <laughs> I really enjoyed this match. Um, Cole counts out, calls out the, the three guys he's got an issue with after the match. It's Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and the Jungle Man. I like this really clear. Here's the three people I've interacted with at the, you know, the, the fall of All Out, or the finish of All Out, rather. Great, great, wonderful. Uh, it just makes sense. And I'm excited for the sixth man of uh, Cole, now a uh, full-blooded member of the Elite. He's able to just say, okay, well, then it's me and the Bucks versus you three. That's the challenge. And I, I don't know about you, Zoobs, but Cage and uh, Jurassic Express taking on uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. That moves by Richter scale. That that's a good sounding match to me. Yeah, I was surprised by how much I was um, sort of on board with Cage as part of that Jurassic Express crew. As much as I thought it sort of started slowly, and I, you know, you're also in my ear a little bit. Not how long ago did you did you posit Christian joining the Bullet Club? Well, I, I think. I think I was long enough ago that I was wrong about it. Yeah, okay. Um, but I did feel like he was teasing it. That was probably, I don't know, months ago now, though, I would think. Not like right when he debuted, but maybe a month and two months into it. Maybe it's hard to know. You do this every week. I know. And you and you have so many correct takes that nobody remembers. <laughs> well, that one, that one I'm happy to say. Even if he did it now, I definitely thought it would be sooner. Will, dropping a, what, a five-pack in the tap? Thank you so much for the subs, Will. We love, hey, my name is Will around here. What a sweet man. Um, yeah, Christian has give teases and he did it again tonight of not being on the same page as Jungle Boy. So, uh, I think that is, I think, you know, I, I, since it started, I've had one eye on sort of Christian's over padding on the back of Jungle Boy. I don't know if this is exactly where it comes out of, but yeah, right. I'm excited for that. And I think it continues to be, uh, it lingers, which is something that AEW sort of does very well is like, there's, um, three or four storylines can sort of ha be happening at the same time and, and you sort of you can look for them to mingle in with each other or, or, or all kinds of things. So I think um, I was surprised by how much I, I sort of was like, yeah, damn, that's going to be, that's going to be a six, six, uh, six man. That's basically exactly how I felt too. Uh, this brings us into a Lucha brothers promo zooms. I, I imagine, I know sick Nick's in the chat. I imagine this moved you in a similar way that it probably did. He and I, the Lucha brothers putting out the challenge to the returning butcher and his partner, the blade. I love that matchup. You got to give me a little Pentagon versus Butcher uh, in that match. Don't don't rob me of that AEW, please, please, please. Uh, I'm happy to see right away that the that it seems like what we were hoping would happen is going to happen, right? Is is their their run with the championship belts is going to be like, hey, let's fight every tag team, right? Let's yeah. let's take on everybody until somebody presents a real challenge, and that's all you want out of the Lucha Bros as tag champions. I think it's I think it's perfect. It sort of sets them in as a as as you know the kind of the kind of good guys we want to we want them to be is just like fighting champions with a ton of heart uh who are super sick and and look really cool 
That's and that's really all it needs to be sometimes, right? Like these guys just in appearance almost. The four of them have a dynamic that you sort of understand fighting each other. And yeah, th- this match again, there's a pairing that I really want in it, which is always something I like in a tag match. Uh Will wants it to be known that that five pack of subs was uh dedicated to the elite hunter Frankie Kazarian. So if I could for a minute. You you know, we don't have all the time in the world, but you couldn't say enough good things about Frankie Kazarian, could you? No. No, you I, guys, I, I, I certainly is- couldn't. <laughs> the list of the guy signals accolade anyway we got it we got to fill that but i appreciate that well the guy if, if only i had more time yeah i would rave about it but yeah lucha bros and butcher and blade gets gets me gets me buzzing if you listen and it looks like the chats with it. Yeah. eric hartman letting us know number one ranked butcher blade they're seven and oh in 2021 i mean That's gun, incredible I, I think me. gun club's probably ranked ahead of them right we learned that tonight well, yeah, the Gun Club, every member, everyone whose last name is Gun is undefeated in AEW as far as I understand it. That's pretty wild. Good for Jake uh, positing. Who could the Lucha Bros possibly lose to? Yeah, there's nobody. There's nobody right now, right? It's going to be a fun build. I look forward to it. Um, Narcode saying that match is going to kick ass. Absolutely. Butcher, baby. Butcher, ah, says Nice Boy Online. I think that's how we all feel. <laughs> Glad to see him back. Butch. Glad to see him healthy. Isn't Butcher's hand signal just the eating pussy signs? His good friend Jake. I hadn't noticed. It's the it's like under, right? He's neck deep in it. Yeah, this guy's got you know. For, for me, this is always um, that's where to shave my beard. Oh yeah, yeah. That's everything yeah. below that goes, and then people go, "Oh, your beard's really nice and camped." I'm just like, no, I just got rid of the stuff below. That makes sense. You yeah. have like a I'm, only my barber does mine. I don't do yeah, I, it's well, I, yeah, it's a finger above your my Adam's apple. Everything else. Look at that. Makes sense to me. I We should let people know, Zoobs. I was about to say, I'm getting a haircut the day before you arrive next week, but that really, not here to talk about my haircut. We should let people know a very special episode of AA Double Dudes next Wednesday. The Zoobs and I will be in person, in studio, doing this stream, holding hands, hugging, smooching, talking the biz. It's going to be, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be wonderful. I, I am truly, I mean, this is on my calendar is something I am greatly looking forward to. So be sure to come back here next Wednesday, these zooms in Vancouver. And uh, thank you so much to Stefan Heck and John Cullen, letting us use the block party studios uh, to be doing that from. So really looking forward to next Wednesday's stream. Grand slam. Can't wait. Unless, unless we end up having no in-person chemistry, wouldn't that be something? It's possible. I mean, we've met, and, and we know that it's not possible. Well, it's possible, it's though. It's when I, this is true. When I met you, I was starstruck. It's not possible. I said, this guy, he's six foot six. He's got Toronto in his palm. You should see people at this wrestling. Oh, they want to talk to the Zoobs. They do. I wanted to, and I got it. I understood, but I was starstruck. What if that happens again? Well, no, this is West Coast. It's the opposite. You're, you're, you're trotting me around, and people are coming up. So if Josh finally came out again, eh? Yeah, finally, we're, Josh we're is in Chinatown. Back. We will... We'll, we heard we'll he was, see. you know, we, we thought they banned him around here. You know, <laughs> he was not allowed. <laughs> <left. laughs> back in here. Yeah. Uh, these zoobs in our beautiful city. This is a good way of uh, telling Ryan he's invited to dinner. We haven't decided Thursday or Friday, but uh, we're gonna do a, a welcome zoobs to Vancouver. Yeah, I can't so, wait. I can't wait, Ryan. You please, please attend. Uh, zoobs, F- Fuego versus Miro is announced via promo with Fuego and Sammy Guevara backstage. Uh, semi or rather, Fuego puts his car on the line to get a rematch against Miro. Zoops, I don't want you to say a word. I want us to get to our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Neither you or I swaying opinion. I saw opinion all over the place on the timeline. Was this to New York? Was this so? I am simply going to get to our first keep it or kick of the evening, which is a segment where I, Mr. 50K, J0SHC, comb the wrestling world for a wrestling prompt, and I give it to him, the Zoops, the man with the plan, the man of 100 likes. 
I give him this prompt and he must tell me if he keeps that item, which means he likes it, he loves it, he wants some more of it, or he kicks that item, which means he hates that item, he despises that item, and he never wants to see that item again. It's a little game we around here like to call keep it or kick it. You, the Brady X in the chat, can play along. All you got to do is go over to your emotes bar. You'll see the two boots in there. Matty Mac, would you mind showing them the kick and the keep? Zoobs, do you once again understand the rules? I got it fully this time. Will you, will you remember by Friday or by uh, Wednesday? That's uh, hard to say. In person, you might be starstruck. Yeah, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Keep it or kick it, Zeus. Prompt number one. This stipulation, putting a car on the line for a rematch at a TNT title. I will say to you, my friend. His beautiful two Hyundai system. Like as the votes come in, I will wait for some votes to come in before I start. I appreciate one thing about this. And it's that my guy bought a reasonable, looks like it might even be previously owned. <laughs> yeah. I like that wrinkle. It's too easy for him to show up in a in a car that's... A beamer. I, I like that he's like, it's very much, he's still sort of a nobody and and the, the contract was uh, not so much a favor as it was like, you know, a make good on a good effort. I think, I think when, when Nero destroys that car, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking great. <laughs> you do sort of have to wonder aloud, though, if you, if if he's the master of the tornado DDT. I agree with you. Will. Hit the tornado DDT a bunch of times on the guy. I agree. Like you gave him your best. You got nothing. You're willing to bet your car on it. What's the strategy? More tornado DDTs like that? You couldn't be. Couldn't possibly be your strategy. People seem pretty. People seem pretty split. It looks like maybe oh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight keeps, and it looks like about. Five or six kicks, so pretty split. But it looks like uh, recently split. Yeah, mostly. Keep. I'm I'm big time keep. I think this is right up Miro, Miro's humor. alley of like it's quasi humor. He's gonna look like a like he's gonna look like a monster when he <laughs> rips that car apart. I think I think uh, I really did like uh, just throwing the door. I, I liked it. I liked how he wrapped it up later on in the show, which like, I guess we'll get to when we get to it. Um, but I thought his stance on this was really was really smart as well, and really fits with who he is right now. So uh, I'm I'm thrilled. Truly. Yeah, strong keep from me as well. I thought uh, a good level of cheese to sell a rematch that should have absolutely zero juice to it. Miro will beat him quicker this time, and the actual story will be him destroying this $5,500 car. Maddie Mac lets us know in the chat. Jason in the chat saying, is Miro Zangief in this situation? I feel like just sort of always. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely is right. Yeah, that's about a $5,500 car. It's most exactly correct. And since we've got a first-time chatter up there, uh, Aria Thrasher, who kicked it. So we disagree, but I, we always love to see a first-time chatter. Love Welcome. Chat. We hope you hang around. Uh, good friend Jake saying, in-ring celebration, Miro fucking his hot wife in the car, in the ring. Uh, Lun Topa with a good observation that I think we're getting to Sammy versus Miro as, as what we're going out of this. I think oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely right. That's where we're heading. Sammy might even like try and run in and stop Miro from destroying the car. You could see something like that happening while mm. Fuego's laid out or something. Zoob's an early highlight on the program up next for me. And we really do need to make mention one of the stars of tonight's program was the audience that they had tonight in New Jersey who brought brought the heat. Yeah. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is out with, with uh, Wardlow beside him. They walk to the uh, ring. As my friend Eric points out, not repenting on uh, Yom Kippur. Wow. Yeah. Was he fasting, though? That we cannot... But uh, to the did he look hungry? To the folks who celebrate, uh, yeah, Marsha Timatova, to you and yours. Whoa, did you say the real? Say it again. 
Gamar Shativa Tova? Shativa Tova, pardon me. Wow, these zooms. This Eric, guy says Eric he's can, only... Eric can possibly correct me on that. I could be wrong. I mean, you're going to do a lot better than me. Yeah. I just said happy Yom Kippur. Lord knows if that's even, even what you're saying. <laughs> I might be like one of those freaks who says happy Christmas over there in England. It's like, it's a Merry Christmas player. <laughs> what are we doing? You could, say, you could say Yom Tov if you wanted to. Yom Tov, I'll say that. Yeah. Maddie Matt correctly saying that I want to taste. Absolutely true. <laughs> Maxwell Jaxwell is out there and he's cutting a, a promo and my God, the crowd does not want to hear from this man. And he's going to continue speaking. A shut the fuck up chant erupts. He simply mugs directly to the camera and goes, no, I just looked at my mic as if it was the camera. I'm so used to holding a mic, but I'm not. It's like holding one thing, look to the other. What a moron move. <laughs> Pointing at the camera, my microphone, Lord above. One of the dumbest guys ever. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, that was, yeah, I think I'm with Robbie. That was the, the loudest shut the fuck up chant I've ever heard. I think that's right. <laughs> hey jeffrey pretty excitement for pill mid junior <laughs> that's so good oh jeffrey that is absolutely wow. perfect that is how it's Rain's done in the chat it's a super Rain's chat in the right chat there. for a jeffrey that's uh um, that's really good uh, i'm, I'm xx 307 says you need to stop saying mid i have to disagree well, yeah, um how badly you. you want him to say stop saying mid uh only makes mid better it's just we're we're going to talk about um, Pillman here in a minute, Pillman Jr. And it needs to be said, the, the moment when MJF goes to cut a promo on uh, on Senior, he holds his mic and looks up to the sky and is like, well, actually, let's be honest, and then looks down to hell. Okay, Maxwell, you, you, that's, that's some next level stuff. That, that's, you have my attention now. <laughs> uh, he's line crossing, the crowd hates it. If Brian Pillman Jr. can't, MJF's given him everything. If he can't emerge from this, a, a fiery baby face, what, what it's not it's not there. I mean, it doesn't mean it's never gonna be there, but it's definitely not there right now. Yeah. MJF is putting on a platter for him. The here hate me. Hate me. Remember Blue October, hate me today, hate me tomorrow. That that's MJF in the ring. And I think it's it's masterful to watch. And if I'm Brian Pillman Jr., I'm saying, hey man, I, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Uh Eric been pointing out he 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 handed him a Pillman chant. Like did everything he could. He said Pillman. Yeah. Pillman. You love to do that chant. Pillman. Do they? I mean, that's a page out of the Dan Lambert book. Yeah. You like to do that AW chant. I mean. More on keep it or kick it on him later, too. Every week, the weekly keep it or kick it on Dan Lambert. <laughs> every time he's on the show, I promise every time he's on the show, we will do it. <laughs> and slowly but surely, it will get more positive. I know it. <laughs> People will go, oh, bugger, they'll say. I was, they got me, they'll say. I'm a millennial, they'll say. Jim Ross, backstage with Brian Pillman and Zoobs. You know I credit Excalibur sometimes for talking about old Reseda Hall happenings, his past with certain indie wrestlers, and how much I like that. Have to credit Jim Ross for doing the same thing here. Opening this segment by talking about experiences that he had with Brian Pillman Sr., that when Brian Pillman Sr. had his son who was sitting in front of, JR was actually somebody that he phoned, said, I got a son. He's going to be little Brian. I thought this was really affecting great stuff. Jim Ross, you know, we've been hard on him in this show. I could point to five moments that he's been outstanding recently, and this was one of them, talking about he seemed legitimately pissed off at MJF. JR did, I mean. Almost more pissed off than Brian Pillman Jr. at points, or at least less um, 
like it felt like Brian Pillman Jr. was doing a bit of like a memorized promo. Like you, you could see him sort of thinking it through. Whereas Jr. was legitimately pissed off at MJF. He's like, "This guy's gone too far. We need you to go out there and kick this guy's ass." I thought really good stuff from Jr. here. Pretty good stuff from Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, it's it's it is tough when you sort of do get that feeling that Jr. is more affected by it than than Pillman, especially you know I get, we've made this comparison before. It's sort of unfair, right? Is is just how fiery. Brian Pillman Sr. was like fiery is like the only word you could possibly use to describe like, him. Uh, the loose cannon is one of the best nicknames ever. So, it, you know, he is sort of there's sort of a calculation that's happening in it sort of internally with him still it, it, that I think it, it doesn't feel as natural as it as it can. But I, I will say this um, maybe even regardless of my feelings of how tonight went, which I didn't think was again, this wasn't the highlight of the show. The back half is like fireworks going off. But um it made me. It made me continue to appreciate that they give shots to guys like they, like they're giving Brian Pillman his shot straight up. Like whether right. whether it works or not, this is a thing that's going to be seen through. He's going to grow from this, and there's a new thing. You sort of see that all over the card. I can that continues to be what I really appreciate about this show. And and sort of once I noticed it, I sort of I, I can't not see it. Is like they keep giving us guy we already know and have a reaction to with somebody we don't, and like continuing to make those the way the matchups are built. And I just think. Um, it's made for some great TV, and and it's not all going to be grand slams. It's not all going to be amazing, but um, it's really important to get Brian Pillman Jr. this work to get the, these things, mm-hmm. so that if he if you know by you know years down the road, if if he really is coming to his own and he's gotten more comfortable in, 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 with who he is, and it's you know it's a little more direct, I think there might be something there, and we can look back at this and be like, this is where we started that build. I think that's really important. Couldn't agree more. Perfectly said. And again, like you're saying, just a great retracing and sort of you graced on this earlier, but I do think it's worth expanding on these concerns that these big signings, it's like, well, what will happen to blank? What will happen? Look at the, look at what we've talked about so far. Where's Hogan beating MJF? Yeah. Where's Kevin Nash having a, a two minute squash on jungle boy? Like it's, it's not real. This is completely made up. There's nothing similar to TNA or WCW. They're using these people in positions to elevate the talent around them and giving us Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at the same time, which makes them fucking rule. Yeah. Crazy. It's such a great show. I'm just so happy the show is on every week for wrestling. It's wild. We deserve it as wrestling fans, frankly. You're absolutely right. Um, the loose cannon Brian Pillman is one of the best ever. Fixed it for you. Oh, Jason saying that he thinks that I, I like Pillman, but I, I like his energy more than like any of his matches or anything. But yeah, I think he's cool for sure. Uh, the chat wondering, Zoops, is Pillman Jr. a worse babyface because he has no style? Did you? What, you'll be, listen, I'm a guy in his 30s who wears wrestling shirts. I can't. I'm not here to, to talk shit on people's style. I, um, I would say this to that is I would say if you were to look around uh, maybe the Instagrams of people around Brian Pillman's age, Brian Pillman Jr. is a type of guy. Yeah. Yes. Sims, when are you going to say it wrong? I'm wait. I got a clock right at the calendar. The calendar is at 700 days. <laughs> there is, there is. When we get to zero, there's undeniably a type of guy out there that is is exactly like Brian Pillman Jr. and and totally gets Brian Pillman Jr. Um, you can see right after that, there's sort of there people say that I love the shoes, I love the mullet. It's throwback, but I hate the mullet. I think the anti drip is endearing. His style is perfect. He he's uh, he's he's he is who he is. I, I, it's uh. You know, yeah. Zoops, they're calling for the brains twice for you tonight. Ah, uh, stop. stop. You know, 
you know, that, that I, you know, that I, I don't think I've ever won a back I'm, after buried game. Frankie Kazarian six feet underground. You know, I didn't do that. <laughs> well, I'll say this for the people listening on the podcast post show, we're going to go, we're going to watch uh, the top five Frankie, Frankie Kazarian matches. It's going to be really yeah. good. Settle in should be, should be 25 to 30 minutes long. It'll be good times. Yeah. I can... <laughs> It is a privilege to get to do this show with a guy as talented as the Zooms. Let me tell you, you do enough of these shows with enough people, and you can see one with a guy just just throwing those out like they're nothing. He's he's talking about wrestling. <laughs> I love uh, how many times if you're not here on the Twitch show, you are missing out on on how many times folks have used the 2.0 command so far tonight. I'm loving which it. I love to see. And can you? <laughs> so all they have to do is write exclamation mark two, then the word point. And then the number zero, and it will ask if you want to taste. <laughs> and thank you to Sick Nick for that, because somebody just asked in our mentions, and Sick Nick replied like three minutes later, he's like, it'll be ready for Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, you just can't beat Sick Nick. You, you can spend a long time trying. Look at people trying. You want to taste? <laughs> Streamlabs. Uh, the, the you want to taste? The Streamlabs <laughs> alerts is, is honestly one of my favorite things. I love the personality of our Streamlabs. I really, truly do. Um, I agree with you. Maddie Mac has how? the power to add them. I just, I have to I have to show him how to do it. Oh, Maddie Mac can do it. Yeah, I can't maybe, even do it. Maybe Get Maddie. Yeah, no, I think Maddie Mac's a guy we trust with that for sure. The series of commands he's going to have to enter. It's, it's good times. Yeah. Anyway, go ask Maddie Mac if you want a new command. Yeah, and he will be the arbiter. Oh, that reminds me. My I made a command that no one's used yet. Exclamation point cans. A link oh, to the video. At any point, the link to the video of Mike's game. Yeah, but it takes it takes people away from what we're doing. It's a horrible <laughs> idea for a command. Go, go watch this other video. <laughs> and frankly, a better video. I love that video. <laughs> Should we just watch it? Uh, in the post been, show, that's been viewed thousands of times. The, the video of Mike's can falling. What by me? Period. Well, literally thousands of times that's been viewed. Zeus, so while we're plugging things and uh, thanking Nick, did you know we have a, a TikTok? That's right. Nick's killing it on TikTok. If you're, if we you're have a video that has 20,000 views on it from yesterday. This is all sick Nick. I didn't know we had one until yesterday. Which I will say, uh, the content of that TikTok ended up, I think, impacting the show this evening. My thoughts. More on that later. Uh, Nick, if, if you're here, would you mind... Uh, linking the tiktok in the go give it a follow if you're a tiktok person go uh is it just wrestling brain on tiktok actually i don't I know so. wrestling underscore brain i think wrestling it's just brain. wrestling brain nick will let you know in the chat one way or the other and that goes for you the podcast listening audience at home who you know i don't like you that much less just decidedly <laughs> christian cage and giraffe oh how about another, another keep it or kick it or move on what do you want your choice let's uh let's let's do the next segment because we've been we've been off the rails there for a little bit Christian Cage and Jurassic Express having a promo backstage. Like you say, some more seeds of dissent teased between Christian and Jungle Boy. Um, this, this was maybe, I mean, a low point on a great show for me. I, I didn't think, I don't know that they really feel like they've ever had the chemistry, I guess, now that I think about it. What about, womp, 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 shots fired. Said he was coming out of, the, coming out of the developmental. Said you're lo- you're used to losing Wednesday Night Wars. Is it shoot? Is it shoot? Is it shoot? Going off script? Yeah, let's let's leave shooting to shooters. Big, you big know? Chris had the had both <laughs> barrels loaded. Big Chris, <laughs> Christian is Big Chris. <laughs> I'm on, I I'm having Help. a night. I'm having a night. I gotta get to we vacation. I gotta, get, I gotta get to Vancouver. You know, 
you absolutely do. I've never agreed with anything that but you no, said more. I'm with you. Um, it, it's funny that he he probably was so proud of both of those bombs. Um, and I didn't think they hit too hard. I don't know. Um, I thought, again, I, I ended up being more hyped for uh, for Christian as part of this team than I expected to be. So okay, good. Again, I, it, Jay makes the exact point I was sort of trying to formulate in my head is that it. This is sort of I, I like this Christian at least better. You know, at least he's being smarmy and clever and throwing the it's bomb. It's something. At least yeah. it's something versus before. He's not just working. Just showing up to work. What have we been doing on this show? We're 45 minutes in. We're only on my second page of notes. Well, yeah, it's been a – I derailed this a couple of times. Anyway, that's fine. 45 is good. That's a good time. FTR versus Dante Martin and uh, Zoobs' first favorite Slidal brother, if memory serves, Matt Slidal. <laughs> Loved CM Punk just at the beginning of this match being like, I've seen Dante Martin fly and I've seen FTR ground opponents before. This is a matchup that gets no more complicated than that. This is about him trying to ground Dante Martin. Yeah. There it is. Plain as day. And then the match, the match is that. Um, Unsurprisingly enjoyed it a lot. I think this is the exact type of tag team that FTR has like completely built their reputation around working with and like, it's the ethos of who they are and what they do. So it's, uh, as you said, CM Punk said so eloquently. It's like very simple for me to like. It's a, it's a, the matchup is those two styles, and they won because they know that style so well and know how to counter it and put together the timely move as they do because they are an established tag team. Good tag team wrestling for me is a big old thumbs up. And this was exactly that. FDR taking out Sidal and then just sort of two on one Dante Martin, who's fighting both of them at the same time for a while in a really good sequence, but then ultimately ends up, pardon me, getting up for what's got to be one of my favorite big rig shatter machines, whatever you want to call it, ever. Dante Martin and uh, Cash Wheeler get up for the code breaker portion of it. Harwood gets him up for it with the flapjack, but then. Dante just soars, and I think Cash was probably aware that he was going to get up that high. I thought this was he – he just crumpled and sold it like he was dead. I, I'm I'm warming up to this Dante Martin zooms. Maybe this kid's got something. It's amazing that he's uh, as young as he is. I, I continue to be impressed over and over again. And and, and this is a – you know, it's a, 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 a tag team match against FTR at this stage is basically a showcase for him. We continue to say sort of that, that as it was against the Young Bucks – um, it sort of is a, a little mini showcase for Dante Martin, as well as allowing uh, FTR to reestablish themselves in the division. And, and, and as we change the story of the division to now be about the Lucha Bros and it, it being back into like who is the best tag team, it's important that they get those pieces of momentum. So I thought a lot was done in service here in, in what was essentially like a yeah. fairly basic tag team match as well. Absolutely agree with all that. Only thing I want to add is I love this FTR year, which uh, someone in my Discord can't remember who called... Uh, old vhs cover oh gear. beautiful and it totally is that and again if you want to get into my discord chat dynamite with the hunks every wednesday rampage fridays chat with them just all day every day about the business of pro wrestling and get my g1 preview this week some episodes last week patreon.com slash j0shc five bucks gets you past that Zoom cm punk is on the mic and he's addressing what we're gonna call the suzuki incident <laughs> Explaining that Minoru Suzuki felt he was disrespected last week and that uh, AEW takes that sort of thing seriously and uh, they want a rematch, they'll get it. Then they cut to Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki basically saying exactly that. Was this a good way to handle it? Yeah, listen, as I think we figured out by now, uh, TK watches this show on VOD. 
obviously um, he's yes. he's a That's day after vod guy um maybe he's on the podcast now that it's subwalt but i'm he's around um you could you could see it all over this show and i thought you know you, the way we talked about it last week you sort of had to do something you, you can't just have us on here like you know giving you completely justified grief and uh the business for it and not a tone basically immediately so uh not surprised i bet as upset as we were i bet tk was just as upset if not more uh for making us upset of course that seems absolutely right uh, an extremely long entrance from one malachi black happens now <laughs> it's uh, its own points out yeah tk gets his sub from doug crap uh <laughs> <when> <laughs> doug gifted goes to tk <laughs> Probably true. Yeah. Listen, and and TK, if they are right and you're not, I mean, man, you, you just bought fucking Where Is My Mind? Like, you can't shell out a couple bucks for a sub here on the network? Like, what are we talking about? Free ideas. You got these zooms here. Just throwing them out, Tony. It's worth whatever you're paying. Uh, I love this Malachi Black entrance, Zoops. It's one of my favorites in pro wrestling, I think. Yeah, absolutely. The the list is, is fairly short as to who's even in league with it. Um... CM Punk. I'm glad that he's. Uh, I'm glad that it sort of it all works out the way it does. I love the camera tricks. Like, I mean, the lighting tricks where he where he's in a different place. Like the it goes out and he's on a turnbuckle and he goes, I, I think that's awesome. Um, I absolutely it, agree. It seems really fully fleshed out and uh, yeah, huge fan. Now, Zoops, I know you're a big fan of that talent show, the Go Big Show. Oh no, wait, that isn't it. What's you the know, show, Cody's? You on? nailed it. You nailed it. It is the Go Big Show. That isn't Big Show show. No. Those are legitimately two different shows, and Cody's on one, and Paul White's on the other. Correct. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But but you're you're a guy who loves the the Go Big Show, right? Oh yeah, it's my favorite uh, show of that type. Yeah, and you knew that Rosario Dawson was a judge. Of course, on it she's too. Yeah. Well, she has the jacket, so yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, listen, we all know it's Rosario Dawson, and it's Cody. Other people on there all the time. There's, yeah, it never. Yeah, oh, uh, Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Him, that's right. There you go. Because I remember I saw a clip of him talking about Cody. Uh, yeah. Was CeeLo Green on there from Gnarls Barkley? I, I think it's Snoop Dogg. That's what I'm getting from the. We all know. Oh, Listen, okay. we all know that. We all know this. I should have just guessed Snoop Dogg was on. I mean, that guy's on. It's you can't find the show without that guy. <laughs> we, we can probably get Snoop Dogg for a second. <laughs> yeah, somebody tell Snoop Dogg we're on Twitch. Um, Malachi Black. Tells the House of Black. I didn't really feel like the audience stood up for him when he said that. Was that just the way the camera was? I feel like they didn't know they were the House of Black, you know? Right. That's probably true. Everybody who's bought my shirt. Um, But he says that there's (laughs) a, 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 you know, a non-believer amongst them. And it's uh, Judge on the Go Big Show, Rosario Dawson, Zoobs. Just like we all predicted, uh, Malachi goes and uh, intimidates her. And this is enough to prompt the return of... Cody Rhodes, who I guess knew this would happen? Listen. Well, listen, uh, Malachi's crossed a lot of lines, but you don't you don't just pick up Rosario Dawson. I mean, that's... No. No, 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 not that she's the judge of the go Yeah, he, wa- he watched Big Shotty get killed. He watched his brother get killed. He watched everybody that's been close to him in the wrestling faction get killed. Listen, that's what they sign up for. That's part of their careers, right? You might get, you might get kicked in the head, but Rosario Dawson is just innocent, although she does jump on his back. So yeah, so I mean, you can. How did you wonder... feel about that? How did you feel about Rosario Dawson getting in uh, offense, essentially? <laughs> so <laughs> more than Brock Anderson, as it's pointed out by AJ Free, <laughs> AJ Free, who was having a day in the chat. That's pretty funny. Uh, Zoobs, you know me. I normally come on here, and I'm happy to shit on the Cody segment. And I saw a lot of people not like this. I liked this. 
Uh, I thought this was fun. I thought Cody, you know, you Malachi can't, we already know the matches on the books. Like I'd rather get uh, some sort of interaction rather than not. I thought this was fun besides the end of the, um, like the end of the brawl. Once mm-hmm. they were up at the stairs, they were like, I don't know if they didn't know if they were on camera anymore. They're like barely trying, like walking up. It's like, guys, the, it's, we're still, we're still going here. The brawl, we're still brawling. And why is Cody in the, is he getting like a drink or something? <laughs> He's in the concourse <laughs> before this. <laughs> getting himself a popcorn. Ah, the ratings Lots are good. Gold. Wait a second. that's cody when he realizes that the ratings are up since he's been off television hang on guys okay i don't need 28 minutes anymore i could get it done in 25 it's like sorry brother rosario rosario went for having the uh embroidered jacket with her own name on it (laughs) yeah that that's a nice trade of the nightmare family, I guess. Fruits are edible pointing out, I was surprised Cody came back so quickly after losing his love of professional wrestling, even though he has a match announced next week. That was weird. The commentary was like, I think it was JR talking about how he, he you know, basically lost his smile, Shawn Michaels style. But but it's like the match was on the books. So uh, yeah, well, very, very good thing to point out there by Fruits are edible. And Anna J promo is interrupted by more Dark Order infighting. Uh, her and Tay Conte end up walking off saying that if they can't get it together, she doesn't even want them at ringside for her match on Rampage. This doesn't have a ton of juice for me, Zeus. Yeah. Um, let's get the big blow off. Let's, let's, get the, let's get the big fight going. Are you, so that's Reynolds and Silver versus Uno and Grayson? I guess so, right? That's the official splintering of the... Then it's what? Again, press 10, press 10, your boy? Uh, oh, right, right. You got eight, nine, and ten. You still got to figure out. They got to do something. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think, as I said before, at the risk of repeating myself, I think it's run its course. And uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the fireworks factory here on this. Let me ask you and the chat: Who would you have win a, a Dark Order Implosion tag match? Uno and Grayson or Hungry and Silver? I'm gonna try to not be biased in my answer, but still say Uno and Grayson. I think there's. Sure. I just think. Uh, I think that's who you want to establish as as sort of a, a strength and, and people who that can be a threat going forward. Hungry and Silver seems to be the uh, seems to be the uh, okay, this be a split. We'll come back. I don't think I ever part ways with the chat more than when we're talking about John Hungry. That's that's where I never get it with them. I, I don't especially see much in him in Reynolds. Like I know that's. I'm not saying they like not not good enough to be on the show or anything. Like they are good, obviously good enough to be wrestling on it in IEW. I just think you could do something with Uno and Grayson, and that doesn't mean they necessarily have to win that match. The story could be that they lose and they they have to go back to player Uno and player Dose or something. But which one I think I push of the the two pairs? It's definitely Uno and Grayson for me. Yeah, Grayson alone feels like the the easy best of the the four of them in ring, and then Uno feels like the best on the mic. Hungry might be the funniest, but. You know, that's not always my favorite thing in wrestling anyway. And Reynolds is also there, which is nice. Um, that's right. More like Dark Disorder, says Nice Boy Online. Oh, wow. That's, that's, you you got to break up after that. I mean, there's no coming back. That is sit down, Dark Order. Yeah. That is, if you at one of them on Twitter with that, it's it's over. <laughs> Hit up Evil Luna with that. I think he'd eat that right up. After that, stale-ish promo, Zoobs. We turned the oven on. Here we go. We lit the match. Here we go. We turned up the motherfucking heat. <laughs> Dan Lambert's in ring. 
this guy never bothers to introduce himself. Anyone he's with, he just starts talking. It's just off to the race. And so before we break down the segment, I do, of course, have to do. You know what we do when Dan Lambert's on the show. It's his own space. It's the Dan Lambert keep it or kick it, where the keep it or kick it prompt is no more complicated than this. Further Dan Lambert involvement in all elite wrestling. <laughs> Lambert Mania is running wild in the chat. I feel like I feel like the Lambert Maniacs are gonna are gonna take this and run with it. Take a bun so far. The only let's see it keeps it keeps. I think we've done it. I think we've done it. <laughs> this used to be 50-50. Jay Hicks with kick. 2% kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you could possibly watch this segment tonight and, and think this guy is anything other than like, and think of what this actually means. I legitimately believe he's one of the best promos on this program, like on the roster of AEW. I think Dan Lambert stands toe to toe with the best of them. This was so good tonight. And the him and Jericho, I mean, it's, it's, I never would have seen it coming. Uh, listen, Hey, my name is Will's right. Millennials are just sipping matcha lattes and pressing kick. That's <laughs> that's all that's happening here. <laughs> you know, with their menthols and their hardcore wrestling. <laughs> the, the sold out of men's small shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, must I actually thought I actually thought of all these great words flying around. CM Punk had some of the best of them where he said Lambert is like Bobby the Brain if he had nothing but a wardrobe of nothing full of, full of nothing but affliction t-shirts. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought once Jericho came out, man, and you know how tired I was with Jericho MJF by the end on the mic and, and just this route, like it just felt like you'd heard it before. You didn't get that here. I thought Dan Lambert elevated Jericho. I thought they were wonderful together. Smart of Jericho to bring the inner circle connection in. Jake Hager is the signed Bellator fighter, uh, undefeated, king of the nut shot. Um, I, I thought everything about this segment just had me grinning. Great yeah. stuff. Over, overall, I'm a yes. fat-faced dipshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> overall, yes. Um, I, I, I can always do without the like corny homophobia from Jericho that he, that he dabbles in, I think. Yeah, he did say pussy, which I'm not crazy about. And and like the which one of you is the which one of you is the top, which one of you is the bottom. It's sort of a little needless, especially when he's going as a as a face as well. Like if he's going to be doing it as like a jerky heel, you can you can almost like do that. But I don't know. It it, it didn't spoil everything for me, but it is a moment where I'm just like, ah, come on. I obviously he, I do not. He, he's an old. He's a, he's a you know he's an old. He's a fucking old man, right? Also, but he's a fifty year old who lives in Florida. Like I know what kind of guy this guy is. I don't want it on television. It doesn't endear him to me, especially in like a baby face role, like you say. Um, but I, I can't even pretend that it made me dislike this segment. Like yeah, I thought yeah. these guys were. Yeah, it doesn't spoil the segment for me, but I, I just think it's I, it, for me. It's always like, ah, come on. Your friend Jake saying, "I thought which one of you was the top was funny, and I'm gay, so it's okay." There you go. That's how it works. Um, I had a lot of fun in that one. Um, uh, Chain Wallet owner's like, I hate when they talk about MMA being more legit than the one true sport. That's that's absolutely true. I mean, listen, Jake Hager is undefeated, right? It's a big names in there tonight, man. Andre Olovsky, Junior Dos Santos, Kayla Harrison, the first uh, Olympian judo gold medalist. Kayla, Har- Kayla Harrison got no love on commentary besides Punk saying, and a PFL fighter, which she is a PFL champion, I might say. Uh, Paige Van Zant and her husband Austin Vanderford. Some good names out there.
Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, there were. I don't yeah. know. Was there a question? I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 just, I was just saying there were some good names out there. Hey, would you like to say anything, Zeus? Or should I just... No, I got nothing. I, yeah, you're, I... you're, the, you're the MMA dipshit. I got nothing to add when it comes to the, you know? Jade and Smart Mark are out there to take on legit Layla Hirsch. Too much too soon for Jade Cargill here. Layla really having a leader through a bunch of this match. I thought uh, a pretty, not a sorry display. I still like Jade a great deal and think I would take her early in a draft of uh, wrestlers, but just not ready for a work rate match of, of this length. I think Jade, I think, uh, pardon me, um, really a showcase of how good Layla is, though. I was like, Legit Layla, for I like, sure. I was like, God damn, Layla's really good at this. Like, she's she knows what she's doing. Like, she's somebody that you could put in. You could build, like, an underdog, like, is a real technical bulldog, like, wrecking ball story. I think I think there's more to her than they're letting her be right now. I think I really – and the theme, I agreed, Zang Zone. I agree, Nick. Uh, her theme, I was like, damn, this theme rocks. Give me it. Give me that, give me that Layla Hirsch theme. I mean, give me a Layla push. Good friend Jake Layla should have won. I would have. I was like, that'd be a fun little underdog. Like she pushes Jade to her limit, and early on she has to learn a lesson and like not humility, but like, listen, if you want to make it here, you're gonna have to learn how to wrestle. You know what I mean? You're never gonna hear me say anything but more, more legit Layla Hirsch on the screen. I thought that uh, I don't know if he's in the chat, but uh, our pal Blair, uh, he or very early was like she should join Team Taz. I agreed with that. I think she should be challenging Britt. Like I think she's just really good i like watching her wrestle a great deal i like that style sort of like a chad gable kurt angle olympic influence i just i like everything legitly large has going on i felt bad that like from go in this match i felt like she was like okay this this i don't know i was hoping for more i like this matchup stick up on saying more layla but no way she should have won i agree too early for jade to to pick a take a pin i do agree with that but just uh, you know, she's not there yet, so it's hard. But like a better match, I don't think Zooms was saying she should win. But like something where Jake yeah, yeah. pull off, sell a little more, instead of just like a really cooperative, like couple big moves. I don't know, but I agree. You, you can't you can't pin Jade on television. No, no, a, but no just bills, like but. you know, it's it's an idea for a way to. Obviously, you can do the Jade beats everybody story. You can do that, or you know, just, just a, a, a wrinkle to throw that way. Just an idea. Fruits are edible saying Layla taking the belt off of Jade towards the end of 2022. Write it down. Nice boy online saying he's a kick on Layla. I'm sorry, he says. Why is that? Um, putting juice in timeout, says Maddie Mac. He is a mod. You can't. We do. He's our own Maddie Mac. He's our moderator here. If he wants to put you in timeout because he doesn't like your opinion. I... Zoobs, do you want to rob Maddie Mac of his powers? Never. I, I refuse. So sorry to whoever. Zoops, I love me a ruthless Andrade. And that's what we got here. Grabbing his, uh, what do you call him, his assistant, Jose, by the shirt. Hey, why'd you throw in that towel? And he goes, well, Chavo told me to. Is Chavo the boss? I'm the boss. You know, what are you talking about? This is the best Andrade promo in AEW, right? Yeah. Not close. Absolutely. Let's let's build this. Let's, let's give him some fire. Let's give him some heat. Uh, I love when he's uh, I love when he's chill, but let's, 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 turn, let's crank it up a notch. And we thank the go-off kings with a raid. Uh, I can't wait to to be out in Vancouver with with, uh, with hanging out. The 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 Twitch stream that dared to make a funny one. Uh, I think somebody <laughs> said. I hope Stefan and Jesse had a great uh, stream. Thank them for the raid. Early '90s pants in the house. I see saying wrestling brain. More and more people are saying wrestling brain. And thank you to everybody for these follows. You know, I you gotta love sound alerts. That's that's what I always say about the visit. I uh, I love this. Thank you all so much. We are of course on the road. 1,000 followers. If any of you did happen to watch Dynamite tonight, 
Let us know what you thought about it in the damn chat. And uh, Zeus, what'd you think of this Andrade promo? He, he's furious. He's fired up. And uh, it sounds like he still wants a piece of Pac. This is the direction to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a big uh, pay-per-view, like a, a big attraction thing. And it, it was great that we got the Rampage match and it ripped. But uh, let's take it to the next level. Let's, let's get that big payoff we want, right? Let's get that marquee uh, two, two, you know, that slap in that meat, you know? Big men slapping meat. You do love to see it. Uh, meat never dies, says Slow Riot. That's true, actually. That's 100% true. Uh, <laughs> I love all that you want to taste. Nice boy online saying, Minoru Suzuki said wrestling brain again tonight. I couldn't believe it. That's true, actually. He was, uh, well, neither Zoobs or I speak Japanese, but we've had it confirmed to us by good sources that, that he did say wrestling brain. It's one of the lyrics of the song. Oh, wow, I hadn't thought of this, but I bet you Nick is right. Wow, I wish I had that thought. This does not happen to me often on this program. Zhang Zone saying, was the ditching of Chavo to set up for Ric Flair coming in as his manager? Yes, I bet that's, that's exactly what's happening. Great call by the sick one. Brains in the chat for sick Nick. Uh, I would bet that that's exactly what's happening, and I didn't think of it. Great call by the sick one. Zoops, they cut back to see him punk on commentary after this video package. And he's, you know, he's doing his thing. He's talking. But once you have a problem with team Taz, team Taz is a presence in your life. Team Taz. <laughs> Taz himself comes. Hey, you're trying to take my job to see him punk. He's mad that punk's on the commentary booth. Who's behind him? His son hook looking like a zilly. That's a zillion dollars. Lil Wayne language. Powerhouse Hobbs out of nowhere. The most offense we've seen Punk get outside of Darby lays them out and sets up Powerhouse Hobbs versus CM Punk for Grand Slam Rampage next week. Or is that this week? Uh, I think it's next week. I think yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, the two-hour one next week. Which it's of course, yeah, it's Grand Slam because it's Nick and Paul will be covering it's on their post. Four-hour pay-per-view on TNT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one zillion dollars, Doctor Evil. Remember that? Whoa! Did Taz just call into the show? No, that was Zoobs. Zoobs doesn't miss on these ones. Uh, where has Starks been the past few weeks? Says A. Jeffrey. He was on the show last week, wasn't he? Promoing against Cage. Yeah. Was it was it was it a package though, or was it? Uh... Oh yeah, it might have been a video package. That's true. Hook greater than Steiner and Steiner. Agree with Jason 100%. <laughs> Brains in the chat for sick Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Uh, Zoobs, come on. First of all, we've said so much about CM Punk on this. Let's praise Team Taz for a couple minutes here if we can. Yeah, let's and how it. much mileage they've gotten out of this, this mid-tier heel faction. What, what a team Team Taz is. Uh, I, I think some appreciation... Especially with the way they did it, with like Cage being the one to leave, um, you really reveal like, man, Taz is really bringing along just like three young guys, like another, on his uh, own. Another situation of just like like young guys, new talent getting a shot, and having Taz as that presence, that leader, that mouthpiece, and um, having the Cage thing to build in like a, an early feud that made sense with a guy we know, uh, a, a big guy that Hobbs can look really good with, that Stars could like it. It's a really, as you said, they got a ton out of this, and it's been around for a while now. Like it, it's, 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 a, it's, they've had, they've really established um, something special here, and I'm, I'm really impressed. And we've been, listen, we were on the Team Taz train early, of course. And, and I mean, I feel like, yeah, we've loved them the whole time. But listen, how many wins have they even picked up there? Yeah, besides against each other, few. Like they're just getting by on like 
charisma and Taz's ability to get them over and and time on television. They they get to be the four man squadron or well now Cage is gone, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They are the pack of dogs attacking you as a group. And I thought tonight against CM Punk, listen, Punk gets it. He sits in that locker room, like I said last week. He sees Hook, he sees Starks, he sees Taz, he sees money in Powerhouse Hobbs, who was on his initial list of five people that he wanted to wrestle in AAW. Um, the hook offense got me chilling the powerhouse Hobbs shoulder tackle buzz in the back. I mean, zooms everything about this thing. I, I'm Daniel Bryan. I'm yes, yes, yes. Where are you feeling about this? I think, uh, I think it's hilarious that for all the early talk we did of, 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 uh, hook, we were like, Oh man, hook is such hook is the money hook is, you know, when they finally get the hook moment, it's going to be the biggest thing they ever do. And like, it's literally CM Punk. <laughs> like, it's the, they had to find a guy. They, where are they going to find a guy big enough to, to finally get us that hook moment? And it's like, he literally wasn't on the roster yet. <laughs> it was fucking CM Punk. We, we literally had to go get CM Punk out of retirement <laughs> to find somebody who could not just get swallowed a whole by hook star power. Amazing. You know, you put somebody, you even put like a Brian Danielson in there. He's going to look like a bit of a goober against hook, you know? Kenny um, Omega, Omega fears Hook. Bukau. That guy is like, oh, I'm in the arcade. Like, yeah. Hook don't play. Macau, uh, first time chatter with a great point. Big E putting over Hobbs today on Twitter was really cool. Yes, indeed. I didn't see that. Wow, uh, right, fresh off a title win too. That is really cool. Well, Hobbs did the old congratulations, E. You're an inspiration, and and uh, E hit him back with like, you know, I, you got all the tools. I think you're going to be a star. Uh, I'll pull it up. Uh, that that warms my heart because first of all. You couldn't say enough that good things about Big E as a wrestler, but as a person, the guy just seems outstanding as well. What one of these people that his title win, just everyone's come out of the woodwork to say something about and how happy they are for him. I don't know if you saw uh, Bray Wyatt now Wyndham Rotunda's tweet today, just saying Big E's the sort of person that the boys in the back would be lining up to congratulate him after a title win, and you know he comes across that way too. Yeah, absolutely. Did anyone notice that the graphic for Hobbs vs. Punk featured a shirtless wrestling gear clad hook? No, I did not notice that. I would love to see that graphic. If somebody in the chat could link us to it, uh, I would love to see it. Um, I mean, just so much rub for Hobbs. You have to love it. Absolutely. I love Hobbs. I, I, I said before, I, I, I really think he maybe has the most star power out of anybody in the group, uh, hook excluded. I think, I think Hobbs is... Uh, I don't know what he's got it all, man. And whoever, and whoever in that place was like, he should be wearing overalls every year, every week. You nailed it. Agree. And and he heard. Sean Spears gets a promo before his match with Darby. You know, good intensity here. I, I just I'm just not in on the chairman gimmick. Like he doesn't even use the chair in every match. Just like walks out with it and gives it Tully Blanchard. I don't know. I'm just but but a well delivered promo and uh, I thought a good match against Darby. Yeah, I, I, a good use of him. I, I can't. I think it was um, it was Mike uh, who is in your Discord and is is a, a regular non-fat Mike here in our chat. Pointed out is Discord, like yes. there is some use in Spears in that like he's never going to win and you're never going to cheer for him. It's sort of like there is something to that. Of like there is a use to that. Um, sure. Yeah. That is that that is something to it. And I I I really do like the wiping the paint off. I I was like you know what I was surprised at how much I I was like yeah. I like that. It felt big, right? Yeah, going to get the water in the rag, and it's like that's bigger than him winning the match a, a lot. And I, and I love the follow up of doing it with Sting. I think it should uh, he be the towel man? Yeah, forget chair man. He's the towel guy. Yeah, get this towel guy boy. As the towel man. It just makes sense. Uh, the match. Be honest here, Zeus, because I will too. I had no idea Sean Spears had beat Darby Allen. 
I assuredly watched it. But when they were like, well, we'll see if Darby can get it back. Sean Spears beat him. They showed this clip from the empty arena era. I was like, that happened? Sean Spears beat Darby? Did you know Sean Spears had a win over Darby Allen? I did not know. When was that? It was in, they cut to it. It was this empty arena era. I don't know when. A while ago, I suppose. The ragman, Sean Spears. That's maybe a little better from uh, Anfield Road. Yep. Chairman is taken. Yeah. We, we, yeah. yeah. And not by, <laughs> not by somebody bad or unfamous. By literally Labarca. Aye, aye, aye. Fighter Fest for the Fallen. It was a six-man. There we go. Unbelievable. All right, Zoobs, let's get into it. Absolutely. Let's, let's chew on a little steak here. As Brian Danielson is out to talk with Tony Schiavone, the American Dragon is back. Everybody has made sure to put over. He has it in the on his nameplate. They say it on commentary. He is the American Dragon. He is not the yes man. He's coming to kick and pull and punch, to strangle and to take limbs. And I'm ready for it. He calls the elite insecure. He says, look at the way they dress. Looks like somebody insecure. Don Callis is out and interrupts. And I thought Callis was uh, money in this. Do you want to take it from here, Zoobs? No, no. Run. You you got the ball. Get get going. Don Callis comes out and, you know, says all the Don Callis things about how Omega, he's not going to fight you. You you know, you you haven't won anything. You haven't done anything here. And Brian eventually cuts him off and just says, I'm not here to talk to you. He's there to talk eye to eye with Kenny Omega and to try and draw out not this dripped in douchebag clothing asshole, but to drag out the wrestling god, the best bout machine, to to drag out the version of Kenny that he's here to wrestle. He doesn't want to wrestle the, this guy with his his gang who's always cheating. He He's here because he wants to find out if he's the best. And he's seen him be the best, and he wants that version of the guy. And I thought that in Kenny's answer, cutting off Don Callis and accepting, they made it kind of clear, sort of both from a physicality standpoint. I mean, it wasn't really said aloud, so I suppose, I hope I'm not even from a physicality standpoint that he was going to get that version of him that it was going to be okay let's put on a corker now not i hate when people say oh let's have a good match right but let's have like a fight i'm not going to need dawn i'm not going to use the elite let's get this to the best level it can i'll you'll get the best of me you'll get the wrestling god you'll get the best belt machine thanks for just giving me exactly what i want aw sometimes you just got to be amazed you gotta be amazed. Uh, it's crazy that this is. I, I loved it. I, I loved. I also loved the road they took to get there. It was like they they gave the space for Don and Kenny to try to sort of like weasel it into the way things work. And I love. I just sort of. I loved Brian sort of like cutting right through it and being like, I don't care. I'm not. I'm, I, do, I literally don't care about the elite running AEW. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all, really. I, yeah. I want to see if I'm better than Kenny Omega. That's literally the only reason I am here. I'm here to, I'm here to wrestle because I love wrestling, and I'm really excited about the roster, and you're the fucking first guy because you're the best. Let's go. And I, I, I just sort of love that like they let Dawn try to keep that, and, and you could sort of see it slowly wash over Kenny, what he was actually being... Um, you know, not not tricked into what he was actually being challenged for is is not any of the other stuff. It's not about this this big grander story. He wants to know who's the best. It's very simple. It's very simple. And if you if your ego, the, the one that we know is has to be in there, is is what you say it is. You're gonna want this challenge. You just are. Like, how could you not? Um, and I I'm really excited for for a myriad of reasons. I think well, first and foremost, it's gonna be fucking amazing. It's fucking 
Brian Danielson against Kenny Omega. and they, We're going to watch it together. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. Um, and this is on national, this is on the show. This is what they do on the show. I'm, uh, this is just amazing. Um, and I do love, you know, one of the other great things that AEW gives us is it does allow us to also have those seeds of, of Kenny, his relationship that we've already sort of seen some cracks in with the elite and now that we know Adam Cole is lingering in the background, there is that level of like, does does this snap him out of something, or does does he lose and he goes on like a and he panics, or does he win and he feels all the more like I don't need help, I am the great, you know what I mean? I think it's really interesting. Um, and Bosch Dalpoliver points out neither of them wearing wrestling shirts, just two guys in white tees. I think well, I, this is one part I did think was kind of stupid is Brian Danielson is like, you see the way these guys dress? They dress like idiots. And they're both out there wearing the exact same <laughs> dress the exact same way. Like, I would yeah. not. There was no no agent could have been like, oh, don't say that. Kenny's just wearing a white shirt. Oh, that is funny. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, I do appreciate Don Callis with the Marge Simpson uh, like Chanel suit. Who could possibly disagree with that? Assumes I don't think they can just re- redo the Christian thing where Brian beats Kenny on TV and then that gets him a shot for the non-title because this one isn't going to be for the title next week. Mm-hmm. And that gets him a shot at the title. I don't think they can do that. I think what's going to happen here is a draw next week. I think I saw it in the chat. Matty Mac. But, uh, Who's one of the Matty Mac, there you go. Yeah. I, but I, I thought this I thought this before Matty Mac. I'm, I'm just saying, this is what I thought the first second I heard it was on. They said it was on the TV next week, which again, they're gonna they're gonna beat Raw next week. Like they almost did it last week. There's a very real chance that they do it next week, which is monumental. Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega is the way to do it. And I think that crowd in New York will accept a draw if it's the quality that those two can do. What yeah. do you think about that? No, I, listen, if you're if you're if you're at the New York show and you get Ryan Danielson against Kenny Omega in a 30 minute draw. And you're like, mm. like I don't know, man, get the food, sell your ticket now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go to the show. If, if we don't want that's you my, there. that's my Frank assessment is if, if, if you, you shouldn't go to the, you shouldn't go to the show if you're not. <laughs> um, listen, uh, once again, this is where the show, this is where the show becomes a seven for me is just like, I was, I was, it was goo. I was scintillated. It was goosebumps for me, uh, in that moment. So, uh, boy, oh boy. Well, it's just like, Brian's here, and he's challenging Omega, and now it's on the show next week. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw some people in our mentions say, oh, this deserves better build. This isn't going to be the last time these two lock up. Mm-hmm. This is the the start of the build. But I can understand, if it, if they literally just, Kenny pins him and it goes nowhere, I'll agree with you. But even that, Brian could be like, okay, maybe I was a little cocky. Maybe you do have to work your way up the system here in AEW. Right. So there's ways you can go with either way. Uh, AJ, if you're saying if they go for a draw, it just means they go longer latch, match later, possibly on pay-per-view. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Even the same length, but just different. Those two are two of the... I mean, Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega could have five matches and you wouldn't have to watch the same shit twice, you know? Yeah, absolutely right. Mighty Mac is... is I mean, Ample Road is the appetizer. This is the, this is the first look at it. And, and it's happening. And it's real. So, life is good. Or Kenny pins and we get Hangman back, says Matty Mac. I think we have too much time to kill before Full Gear before that. I think you have to do another Kenny... Well, maybe like a proper Kenny title defense, and then it's Hangman at Full Gear. But Full Gear's not till November. Like you got yeah. like the end of November because I had to bump it forward a week because the Canelo fight. So I think I think you need something for a holdover. Let's not get too many steps ahead of ourselves, you know? Let's <laughs> taste fall asking. Would you just say it's a taste? <laughs> yeah, it's just a taste, and I want a taste. <laughs> That's my Matt Lee. 
That's very good, Matt Lee. I was I was thinking of opening the show with my glasses off and doing the eyeballs, but I, I don't. I went with just just the hand. Could you do it now, maybe? It's too, my camera's too far away. Was was honestly what I learned in the process. I moved my camera back to where it was before. And it's too far away for me to do that. It's a damn shame because uh, I think when it comes to you doing the wide-eyed Matt Lee face, the people they uh... we need some, we need some gum next week. That's, I was like I, off the top. I was like, what am I missing? Like it's gum. You want to be chewing gum during the show? I just think that's what Matt Lee would do. Well, yeah, you, he would. Chew of the week. You seen? You seen Chew of the week? No, I haven't. Your guy Chuck Taylor was Chew of the week this week. Okay, I got. I got to look into this. I got to so, look into what he's absolutely doing. Well, Chew of the week is you get uh, you get a piece of gum. Yeah. And you get to chew somebody out. You get to cut up. You get to chew the person there. Oh, so you, while you're chewing the gum? Yeah. Oh, whatever, you, wait, they were coming at Chucky e. T. No, Chucky e. T did the Chew of the week this week. On who? You have to check it out. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Maybe we'll watch it on the show. He really is the Zooms. And we will be getting to a guest very shortly here, as well as a little talking about Norm McDonald watching some wrestling videos in the post-show show. After your calls, so much still to come here on the AW. Thanks for staying with us. Steve McVander, huge saying, almost slept through the show. Thanks for joining with us. <laughs> WWMLDs, this fruit's Redable. What would Matt Lee do? Agree. You need to have some gum and do the show live on location for a moxie, says Jay Riggs. Yeah, all agree. <laughs> Big magic, says Eric Hartman. A Miro promo follows this. I thought more good stuff from the Redeemer, talking about how he doesn't still respect Fuego Del Sol, and if he wants to lose a car, he'll happily take it from him. The Redeemer don't miss. That's just my opinion. I loved, I loved the idea. I loved the the concept of of everybody I beat, I let walk away, and they didn't, and they were smart enough to not come back. I, I, you know, what I, mean? I let everyone that I beat. I was like, I spared them, and they thanked me, uh, or they asked, you're coming and, back. they asked for forgiveness, and you're coming back, and uh, your family will appreciate me. It was like so good. I can't wait for him to destroy that fucking car. <laughs> He's gonna wreck the fuck out of that car. Is that next week in New York? Is it? Yeah. I, there's so much stuff, man. There's there's so much stuff on this show. And well, yeah, and they announced the Grand Slam and Grand Slam Rampage. Grand Slam is so jam packed as well. I watched the moth joke four times yesterday. Says Anfield Road. Yeah, and Thick Flair saying he watched Dirty Work before bed. Yeah, I watched both those things yesterday as well. It's this Friday, isn't it? Well, there we go. Shows what I know. Wow. You only keep so many track of so many things during the show, but we'll pull up the cards in the post show as well. So, do so we want to talk about the main event with our guest? No, let's 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 plow through it here today. Uh, sure. Well, then I'll, I'll briefly touch on Matt Hardy cutting a promo on Orange Cassidy. Oh man, I love Matt Hardy here. He's cutting, he's cutting it all broken, you know. And he and he gives some meaning to this feud. He's saying. Listen, Orange Cassidy, I don't think you're cool. They think you're cool. I'm going to take away one by one the things that make you cool, starting with your hair. I was hardy, as always, uh, representing in the chat. Really appreciate you. We appreciate uh, – I mean, you couldn't – you know who's forgotten is Reba Hardy. In, like, she got the the broken – like, got TNA to give it up. A forgotten hero in wrestling lore. Got the broken universe – I mean, was it a good thing to go to WWE in hindsight? Who knows? But that was, you know, TNA was holding it hostage, and it was only for her online presence that we did it. So thanks so much, as always. Loved this Matt Hardy promo and remained very into he versus Orange Cassidy. Absolutely right. We love Matt Hardy and the Hardy family. Again, I think here on this channel, we are we are all shit-eating wild men for you. You could give us any amount of Matt Hardy from, from when we were at 13 years old <laughs> to 33 years old. <laughs> I'm ready for it. How's Hardy says rhymes, rhymes with, with Debbie. Debbie. Sorry, Rebby, that's my fault. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but a forgotten legend in wrestling, Rebby Hardy, in my opinion, and <laughs> responsible for some actual movement. And we're a very pro-labor channel, and I think that it's important that she held feet to the fire and got change to happen. So, respect. And just wait till all the kids are, are champions. That's correct. Um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, uh, that feels like an inevitability, frankly. <laughs> Zub's a, a, a fire of a main event here. Uh, I, I mean, you you know, listen, you, you know, as a, we pull the curtain back, 10 minutes before the show, before this show, we get on the call. Yes. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to turn this on. I can't be, I can't sit here. I got to go. I got to get the big screen going. I got to stand while I'm watching. I got to get my 2.0. Without 2.0, Zeus's heart stops beating. It is the lifeblood that runs through. He said to me, okay, levels are good. I'll be back. To, to see the 2.0 entrance. He couldn't even. Which stand I knew the there wasn't going to be. There is. They don't even need entrance music when they jump their no. own every single time. Just walk out <laughs> shouting, being assholes. These guys are the best. They, 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 it's so. This show tonight was so infectious. I felt like like the whole thing just. I was smiling at points. The the even like the MJF stuff or the Dan Lambert stuff, which is obviously meant to be me. And I was like, oh god, this is like good. I just really enjoyed the program tonight. It felt like going to this main event had so much momentum. What did you think of the main event here tonight? Listen, I love I love 2.0. I love Mox. I love Eddie. I, 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 with you, I continued to have, um, as I was out of um, the, the, the Danielson segment, I was just sort of, that glow had hit me on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally agree. Once the glow hits me, basically it has to be egregiously bad for me to get off. Uh, Eric, a point that I agree with very, very much is I love that they're low card guys that aren't cowards they're not the sneak attacks and they're shitty and they're dicks but they're not like they didn't they didn't running away from mox Andy. they want to beat mox Andy. they want to beat darby they want to they want to beat guys i think that's really important to a character like this so it was in my hometown a very small place in the middle of nowhere right there was a lot of rough housing growing up right mm-hmm. and the, the people you know i hit puberty early so i was somewhere in the middle of the rough housing with your friends but you always respected the the ones who would who would lose a lot but still be like no i want in like don't like don't count me out of this and i feel like 2.0 sort of like embodies the spirit of uh, my childhood friend spencer <laughs> in in that way uh love these guys love their dynamic with mox also i feel like in particular just like your old cantankerous guy who's not that mox is especially cantankerous i suppose but mox wouldn't take any of their shit you know what i mean and listen we've we've said many times you know that that they're um the like affable jobber or like low card or like you know shitty heel guy listen there's gonna come a day where the where 2.0 flips the switch and are are one of the most over face acts on this show do not get it confused for a moment i mean on this show they already are yes (laughs) (laughs) if only they weren't against mox and kingston who we absolutely adore (laughs) against any lesser uh, tag team we would have absolutely been cheering for 2.0 because those two and again uh sometimes it's just presentation right because i wasn't big on ever rise i didn't know them especially on the indies like most of my scope for these guys besides clips on twitter has been what's presented to me on AEW, and i've just eaten it up by the spoonful <laughs> like all of it is so and, and even when they're paired with the more serious daniel garcia i think that whole dynamic works do you think there's any chance Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is going to go on to lead that as a faction? Those three with Brian Danielson. <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> there's a chance. Why not? Why the hell not? I, I think there's genuinely a, a very real chance. 
loved this main event loved this episode of aw dynamite tonight uh besides the the, the jade and layla match which again i didn't think was horrible i just like them both so much that when it's like ah oh, that match was on the calendar for me like i was looking forward to seeing them lock up and then it's like oh yeah all right Th- that kind of sucks but besides that i thought just sort of a, a a fire episode front to back yeah no absolutely i i, I agree uh fully oh yeah steen leading those three yeah if kevin steen's coming in he, he the two, i listen to the 2.0 on talk as jericho and th- those guys still respect and love him dearly it sure sounds like um a cool link from the chat is the poster of brian danielson against excalibur from 2006 oh that's so cool thank you to whoever posted that um anyway that about wraps it up for the podcast portion of the show that's the full review of the bad boy oh guess we got kazanin Nin- kazanin at the, at the end yeah. oh right of course yes we get the tease for the tag match coming up uh mox and eddie taking on lance archer and minoru suzuki we get the big kazanin air pop what a way to go off air absolutely um i will ask the chat and i'll ask you my friend who is your performer of the evening this evening Probably minoru suzuki <laughs> Who's your performer of the night? Chat, let me let us know. Uh, tweet at us at wrestling underscore brain on Twitter. Who was your performer of the night for AEW Dynamite on September 15th, 2021? A lot of stuff happened on this show. There were a lot, as always, a lot of faces, a lot of names. Who stood out to you? Hook is a good pick to start Maddie with. Maddie Max saying Newark, the crowd. Yeah, that uh, certainly, certainly was awesome on this show. Darby, Darby in that match, Dante, Dante Martin. Martin. Uh, no MJFs yet. I'm a little surprised. I no Britt Baker this week one. as well, by the way, for the first time in a oh, while. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Cole from Jay Iggs. Lambert <laughs> finally winning the kick. Danielson, Brian Danielson. I could, listen, yeah. Brian Danielson got me on my feet. Uh, I would, and that's not a, no argument here. Um, absolutely. I don't see a bad answer in there. I'm going to say Cole. Um, anyway. Uh, that is it for the podcast audience. We thank you so much uh, for listening. Remember to subscribe. Give us a five-star. All that good stuff. Uh, we will check you out uh, and really appreciate all the listens and all the support. But please come watch us live at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. It's the most fun way to do this. You get the chat, which is, to me, about as good as it gets in terms of wrestling uh, post shows. It's hilarious. People people here are great. Um, I love talking Let me just, to Brainiacs. Can I put it this way? If you meet me in public... And you're like, hey, I like listening to the Wrestling Brain podcast. I shake your hand. If you're here and say, I love watching live at twitch.tv slash, slash Wrestling Brain, I give you a big hug. That's, you know, respect to both, but more respect to others. Very good. Uh, and with that, we have anything else to say to our podcast audience, but love and energy. Love and energy to the podcast audience. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I personally thought it was, uh, you know, pretty good. And if you agree with me, there's a couple different ways you could support us over here at Wrestling Brain. First of which, you're enjoying the podcast. Head on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to go a step further... You can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You get to the post show, you get our interviews, you get our calls, the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Love and energy. 